Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to be talking about endometriosis and I'm going to kind of plug in adenomyosis here as well. They are two completely different conditions, but I will say that a lot of the support that you would do is similar, okay? So two completely different things, but you can support them similarly. I have so many notes on this because I feel like endometriosis is such a complex topic. Um, I have had multiple clients at this point with endometriosis and seen considerable improvement in their health, in their mental health, um, in their pain levels, in their quality of life. And I want to share this with you. Now, I just want to preface this by a few things, okay? So just like anything else, but like endometriosis is so individual, right? It's so individual. And the one thing in common that I've noticed with all of my endo clients is that everything needs to be like a million times slower than you think it does. By that, I mean like typically if you don't have endo like you can titrate up on a supplement or you can introduce a new food or you can introduce like a new protocol much faster but with endo i found that like let's say you're going to be taking one capsule of a supplement like you need to be either doing like one capsule every three days or you need to be doing like a quarter of the capsule every day for a while and build up everything is so slow like your body is so depleted and just so tired that it reacts very strongly to things you're doing and yes do we need to detox yes do we need to make the body stronger yes we do but we want to do it in a way that's not going to like risk your quality of life and make things way worse before they get better right so i found that everything needs to be very very slow um I incorporate a lot of muscle testing with um, my endometriosis clients. I mean, I do it with all my clients, but like specifically like so important here because what works for one may not work for another. So I really want to make sure that, you know, we're giving you the best rounded um, support. Um, And then the other thing that I think is important to know about endo is that it's a full body approach, like just as, I mean, just as with everything, but, um, I really think if you have endometriosis, like you need to be having a pelvic floor therapist on your side who specializes in that. So, um, you guys know, I love Dr. Angie Miller. 
she's my pelvic floor therapist. She works virtually. Um, go back a few episodes and it's, I think it's called uterine placement for hormonal health or something like that. Um, we'll have it linked in the show notes for you. Okay. And that episode I would listen to because not all pelvic floor therapists specialize in endo. Um, Dr. Angie Miller specializes specifically in uterine placement and Mayan massage or Mayan massage, however you would like to say that, um, which can actually help break up adhesions um, and help blood flow in your uterus and your ovaries and help make sure that your organs are mobile, right? Um, Which is so important. And some other, you know, I just find that like, so you need a health team. You, You need to have a lot of people on your side here. Okay. So, um, let's start with the definition. If you're like, what the heck's endometriosis? Um, it's best defined as an inflammatory disease in which bits of tissue that are similar to your uterine lining grows throughout the pelvis in a structure, structure such as your ovaries. But like, I mean, you've people, it can grow anywhere. Like the hardest part is like when it actually starts fusing things together, which is horrible. It can cause extreme severe pain, causes scarring, obviously, um, can cause infertility, causes severe bloating, causes so much, so much pain. Um, and so this is the thing that everybody is like wondering about, like what causes endometriosis, right? And it, it's actually quite common, sadly, um, I think at this time, statistic is like one in 10 women will have endometriosis. It starts quite young, but this is the horrible part is it takes up to 10 years for so many people to have endometriosis, like to get diagnosed. It's like, why is it taking this long? Um, And this is why (laughs) if you have period cramps, (laughs) pay attention because if like you just ignore them and like, oh, period cramps are normal. Like you don't want to go 10 years like struggling with period cramps. And then you, you know, you could have been supporting your body um, up until before this, right? You could have been like doing some things um, before this to help support everything. So when you're talking about period cramps, it doesn't immediately mean you have adenomyosis or endometriosis. Period cramps, remember, go into two categories, primary dysmenorrhea, secondary dysmenorrhea. Primary dysmenorrhea is caused by excess prostaglandins. Your body naturally produces prostaglandins. Women with painful periods have four times the amount of excess prostaglandins, okay? So that's a lot. Um, and you can significantly change your, like, pain levels by just lifestyle, nutrition, um, things like that. And then on the other hand, when you have secondary dysmenorrhea, that's when your period cramps are caused by endometriosis, adenomyosis. Um, maybe you have cysts on your ovaries. Maybe you have, um, the copper IUD and everyone's like, how do I get rid of my cramps? If I have the copper IUD, take the copper IUD out. Sorry. Sorry. But like, I feel like that's a no brainer. Anyways. Um, those are caused by, that's a secondary dysmenorrhea and that, you know, lifestyle, nutrition, absolutely necessary, but you also sometimes have to go a lot deeper as well to really start, um, you know, really, truly healing. I have a lot of studies, um, that I'm going to link for you guys in the show notes if you are interested, um, 
but because endometriosis is so complex and I think that like understanding it a little bit more may help you advocate for yourselves a little bit more um but one thing that I think is very important to know is that endometrial like the tissue lining can produce estrogen so that is why a lot of times when you have endometriosis you are going to have pretty extreme like high estrogen so making sure that you um i would say if you have endometriosis you need to run a dutch test like i feel like this is a non-negotiable at this point because you want to be looking at all the different types of estrogen not just like estradiol you also want to be looking at like how is this estrogen getting out of your body how is it being processed like what are the pathways that it's choosing to metabolize down because this is going to be an issue like maybe your estrogen isn't super duper high but it's metabolizing down one of the wrong pathways and then this is making everything worse even though like if you were going to run a blood test your your estrogen would be like oh no it's normal okay so that would be my number one thing um so then chronically like because your estrogen is so high you're typically going to be lower in progesterone anyway because of that ratio um estrogen also like we love estrogen in moderation but estrogen can feed um inflammation in your body like no other okay now when you're asked like so what causes endometriosis it's like uh <laughs> um people are kind of like do we know do we know yes and no we have linked that there it does seem to be a link to environmental toxins um so like reducing your toxic exposure and all of that is really really important so um i'll link that study um in the show notes but it's interesting that like um that nobody wants to talk about that side of it. The National Institute of Health National Toxicology Program, that's like a mouthful, estimates that it's greater than 80,000 chemicals have been released into our environment over the past few decades. Um, and really, basically, little data exists that truly assesses the potential risk of these toxins um, on the human population. And among these um, is a massive endocrine disruptor which is called TCDD. Um, and it's, it's resistant to degradation. So it's just kind of terrifying. I mean, a little bit. So, I mean, what I find to be kind of terrifying about that is that the TCDD can accumulate within the human body, especially in areas of fat storage and has an estimated half-life of like 11 and a half years in your body that's kind of disgusting um and it's actually very high levels of it are found in breast tissue and it's very interesting that very high levels of this are reported in um, breast milk in belgian women which is one of the countries noted to have one of the highest incidences of endometriosis so again we're not gonna be like hey your exposure to this chemical is going to like give you endometriosis but it, it it's obviously it's there's a big 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 correlation here so and on top of that 
it literally um, basically it reduces your progesterone sensitive gene and um, this we already have an issue with like low progesterone so let's now if you are linked to TCDD exposure like in vitro so like when your mom's pregnant with you um, it's linked to a disruption of progesterone action so you know how I love a good old tart cherry juice to help you sleep or a topical magnesium gel if you're having some trouble getting in your magnesium and I have sent you to a thousand different brands to try and get all of these different products but I'm very excited to share with you Rocasa Organics which I'm so excited to partner with because they have such an incredible ingredient policy as well as their products are awesome literally that's all i got to say so again a friend introduced me to these products and i'm like okay i'll try them out um loved their ingredient policy and so i started trying out different things literally went out and bought spent my own money you guys i'm gonna try these things out for sure before i recommend them and the things that just ugh, spoke to me the tart cherry juice has chamomile extract and valerian root you guys it was the tipping point for helping me sleep so much better while i'm pregnant i even give a teaspoon of it to landon and he's sleeping so much better so we all know the troubles we've had with landon sleeping we use their elderberry juice we use their magnesium gel they have a muscle and joint cream which when i popped my rib out if you're following me on social media that was oh it was so helpful so they have a tiger solve which is using the plant-based bakuchiol to help with strex marks you can use this while you are pregnant they have cleaning supplies and i have just been sending so many clients to them because they have such an amazing ingredient policy they have great prices and you don't have to go to five different companies to get five different products i can get all five of my products at one company which i'm very thankful for so those are a few of my favorite products um i swear by that tart cherry juice you guys and i reached out to them to get a discount code for you and it's a super easy to remember discount code it's l-e-a-h my name super easy so definitely go try them out they are giving you 20 percent off your first order you will not regret it literally if the only thing you get is the tart cherry juice you will love me forever um but they do have amazing cleaning supplies and like i said i love their body butters and there are hair spreads for postpartum hair growth. Literally, there's there's so many options. And like I said, their ingredient policy is, it's really, really good. So I'm very excited to partner with them. Now, moms don't like freak out and be like, oh my gosh, what did I do to my children? Or, you know, the more we know, the more we can change. So where, what is, what is this chemical and where can we find it and how can we avoid it? So this is where, again, reducing your toxic exposure is so important because it's found in plastic packaging, clothes dryer lint, vacuum cleaner dust, um, bleached paper products, you know. Um, so when you're thinking of reducing your toxic exposure, you know, like thinking of, you're, you want to be looking at like 
air, you know, getting an air filter like an air doctor, um, something like that. You know, you want to be making sure you're not using bleach products. You want to be making sure that you aren't cooking in your plastic. You want to make sure that you're not storing your food in your plastic, you know, like things like that I think are a great way to start to learn more about plastics and its effect on like egg quality and all of that. I would also highly recommend the book, um, is it beyond the egg? No, it's called, it starts with the egg. I would start there. I think that one would be a really, really useful, um, book. Okay. So again, it, it is linked to toxin exposure. So I would limit that as much as you humanly possibly can. Okay. You also, it's linked, it, it's an autoimmune issue. Okay. So it's, it's a disease of immune dysfunction, right? And it also is very highly, 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 highly connected um, to your gut bacteria. Okay. So you need to be focusing on both. Okay. So, okay, you're going to get a Dutch test. You're going to make sure you're supporting your estrogen detoxification as much as humanly possible. Um, and then you're going to be start focusing on your digestive health and your gut health. Okay. And now maybe you need to run a GI map. Maybe you need to see like, are there parasites in there? Are there, um, do I have an issue with mold? Um, at, as in some, a lot of people will have a genetic expression where they literally can't detox mold very well. So, you could have been exposed to it at some point and your body just cannot get rid of the mycotoxins, which again, inflammation in the body, right? Um, parasites, inflammation in the body. And there's this whole thing that goes around is like, do parasites cause issues or do you already have issues? And so therefore you're a perfect host for the parasite. And it's like, who really knows? It's like, did the chicken come first or the egg come first? I don't know. But when you have an immune issue like endometriosis, you're already a weak host. So of course you're going to be like the perfect breeding ground for parasites, you guys. Um, so I would definitely look into supporting that as well. Um, and when it comes to like your gut, I mean, you guys, a micronutrient diversity, um, is going to be so important. Um, we had a gut issue. We had a, a gut dietitian on the podcast. Go back and listen to her episode. Um, she talks a lot about different things that you can do. So I would definitely recommend that, but making sure you're getting that diversity in, making sure that you are really, you know, probably having to really cook your vegetables, if I'm being honest, because like your digestion is probably not that great. Um, making sure your vegetables are really, really well cooked, making sure you're getting in like things that are easier to digest. Maybe you do better with like sprouts and stuff like broccoli sprouts instead of like broccoli itself. Um, you know, maybe when you eat beans or rice or anything like that, you have to make sure that you're pre-soaking it, um, getting rid of any phytic acid or anything like that. Um, now this is a big one. Um, studies show improvement, <laughs> with a gluten-free diet and endometriosis, but the improvement is like, you have to be 12 months free of gluten-free. That's where the studies are like 12 months and then you continue on and you keep seeing this improvement. But I mean, you have to be strict gluten-free. So you can't like go gluten-free for three weeks and be like, well, I didn't notice a difference. Okay. 12 months is a long time. Okay. But, um, studies do back this up and I love it when you can find a study. Um, on a food. Like, I mean, I love it. I love it when you can find that. Okay. 
So you're going to get a Dutch test. Um, you're going to look into a correlation with parasites, maybe mold. You're going to be st start supporting your gut health. Okay, so maybe you're really chewing your food. Um, you're getting micronutrient-dense food in. You're going to be avoiding gluten. Um, all of these things are very important. Um, you may really benefit from a product called Ion Gut Health, which... Um, you take it before every meal. It's like a teaspoon or something like that. Um, I'll make sure you can get it from Wellevate Dispensary. I'll make sure that's linked in the show notes for you. Um, and that is really helps get glyphosate out of your body. So, um, and heal that the gut issues that were caused by glyphosate. So I think that, that could be really, really helpful for you. Um, and then let's, since we're on the supplement train, let's keep going on the supplement train. Okay. Um, NAC, um, is a natural anti-inflammatory that did really well in clinical trials for endometriosis. Um, of the 47 women in the NAC treatment group, 24 canceled their laparoscopy, oh my gosh, I can't talk, due to the disappearance of the endometrium. So, um, they either got pregnant, reduction in pain. So that's pretty awesome. Like NAC's awesome supplement. Um, love it. Um, another one is turmeric. It reduces the size and activity of endometriosis lesions, um, which is amazing. And it works by blocking estrogen stimulating effect, which is really, really cool. Um, so you do need like a pretty concentrated dose though. So that's something else. Um, zinc is another anti-inflammatory nutrient. Um, most women with endometriosis are deficient in zinc. Um, zinc can help repair intestinal permeability and it also helps reduce prostaglandins and pain. Um, now, I'm always wary of people like just randomly high dosing supplementing zinc because like it can also throw your other minerals out. So again, this is where I'd be like, okay, maybe get a hair mineral analysis so that you can also make sure that you're balancing your other minerals and you're not like going to like massively throw something out of whack and then start massively detoxing copper and have all sorts of other issues. Okay. So, um, I would do that. Um, omega threes are really amazing at helping reduce prostaglandins and pain. So like, you know, you guys, that's your salmon. Um, you can even take an omega three supplement. Um, fish oil uh algae is really really great like spirulina um if you have like a really good brand for that i love um energy bits they're my favorite uh i'll, I'll put them in the show notes as well um and then what other ways can you get that in liver oh my gosh liver like super micronutrient dense food really high in b vitamins which is so going to be so supportive you're probably extremely deficient in them so adding organ meats to your life is going to be incredibly helpful um you want to be getting in a couple times a week and if you're just like leah never in a thousand million years will i eat liver suck it up honeycup i'm just kidding actually i'm not really you should do it. Um, but you can also get ancestral supplements, um, has a capsule you can use. You don't have to take like eight of them though. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, but yeah, you can, I grind it up and you can mix it in your hamburger, um, grind it up and you can mix it in like a pasta. 
Um, but you're going gluten-free, so you're going to be using a cassava pasta. Um, what else? You can freeze it, chop it into little bits and freeze it. And I see people swallow that whole. I haven't been able to do that yet. But, you know, I aspire to be at that level. Um, another supplement that I would highly recommend is actually Ned's Hormone Balance CBD. Um, we do have a discount code for them. Um, if I can remember what it is. I think it's just Leah. L-E-A-H. Super simple. I'll put them in the show notes. Let me tell you why I like them. And I've never, ever recommended um, CBD before. Um, so... CBD companies are like a dime a dozen. There's so many of them. Um, And, you know, you're getting this high concentrated dose of CBD, typically also with like pesticides and all sorts of other crap. Or, you know, they're going to charge you a dime and a half and it doesn't even do anything. So it's really important to be careful with your companies. But I do trust CB um, Ned. Um, I've gotten on the phone with them, um, a Zoom call with them, and they're just incredibly transparent on their website for all of you. And then I love being able to talk to the botanists. Is that, is that what you call them? Yeah, botanists, the people who formulate them. I like talking to them. Um, I like talking to the people that, you know, are in there because I think that's really important. But the reason why I say this is, so bear with me, okay? CBD has... Um, been shown to have anti-inflammatory effects. Clinical studies, whoops, sorry, I hit the microphone, have confirmed that CBD reduces the levels of pro-inflammatory cytokines. It inhibits T-cell proliferation, and it's going to reduce the migration and adhesions of immune cells. So it's literally going to lower the inflammation in your body. If you have endometriosis, you're going to... um, have inflammation. So, um, I really, really love their one. I specifically love the hormone balance blend. Um, and let me tell you why I actually, so I've been using this with my, um, I've already been using this with my endometriosis clients and they're loving it. I actually have it. I can't take it right now, but I have it for postpartum, um, that I'm going to have it, but it also contains, um, black seed oil, evening primrose oil, red raspberry leaf, um, stinging nettle, um, a bunch of stuff for your liver, um, lemon balm. So lemon balm is very calming, milk, oats, and oat straw, stinging nettles, super high in minerals. You're going to be very depleted for minerals if you have endometriosis. Red raspberry leaves helps with the toning of the uterus. So that's going to help with your um, pain on your period. And black seed oil actually has been shown to help with um, period pain. Sorry. I was like totally like blinking on my, my mind there. So I would highly recommend it. Um, I'm going to tell you the way to save the monies. Are you ready? So, um, you can go to their site. It'll be linked in the show notes and you can literally see like your, they'll have your batch number when it comes in and you can literally see like where it was grown, who the farmer was, the extraction process, who it was formulated by, um, like the name, you can go look at all that kind of stuff. You can look at their sourcing. You can look at the testing. It's like all right there. I love it. Um, so I would do the subscription and you have a 30 day or 60 day money back guarantee. So like if you are using it for 30 days and you're like, no, this really doesn't work. I really don't like it. Um, then you can 
return and get your money back. So anyway, you can do the, the subscription. You can do every 30 days or every 60 days. So if you do a subscription, you save extra 15%, right? And I think you get free shipping. And then on top of that, if you use the code Leah, you get an extra 15% off. So instead of just like doing a one-time purchase, you can get 30% off and like continually get 30% off. So um, I would highly like recommend doing that. Save some money. And then if you decide you don't like it, return it. Okay. But I'll put that in the show notes. Um, it's full spectrum. It's small batch. It's cold extracted. It's third party tested. It's organic certified. I'm not going to put my name behind something that like I wouldn't use myself. Okay. So anyways, that is, um, my other supplement recommendation. And then this is like a supplement slash like modality. <laughs> for lack of a better term, I would do castor oil packs. Castor oil packs are amazing. I'd put them over your liver and your uterus. Um, I'd be doing them multiple times a week. Um, and this is going to help. It's so good for your uterine health, but also so good at your um, supporting your liver and your liver needs to, you know, flush out excess hormones. So, you know, toxins go through our liver. So the more support we can give our liver, the better. And then I already talked about the main massage and everything. So this one, excuse me, I don't know like where my water burps are coming from. This one may make you hate me, but I really do love you. And I'm really sure that you will love me after this too. <laughs> um, cold showers um, or like water, um, water plunges, cold water plunges. How do I say that? I think that's what it's called. Anyway, so good at reducing inflammation and healing in your body. Um, highly recommend it. Um, you can start with the cold showers or you can just like jump right in and do the ice cold baths. But I think that would be another amazing way. So anyways, I'm going to put these things in the show notes for you guys. And it's slow but steady. But I hope that you can start some of these things, you know, reducing your toxic intake. Um yeah and slowly starting to feel better okay so that is my two cents there if you have questions uh feel free to reach out love to chat with you thank you for listening to today's episode of balancing hormones naturally if you found this helpful i would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag balancing hormones naturally podcast so we can get this message out you can find me on instagram at leah underscore b-r-u-e-g and i would absolutely love to hear from you